Al-Bayan Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man ihtada bihuda, amma ba'd. My dearly respected brothers and sisters, we continue with the sharh of Al-Ha'iyyah, for Abu Bakr ibn Abi Dawood al-Sijistani rahimahullah and we begin a new chapter from the poem regarding the creed of the Salaf in regards to the speech of Allah Azza wa Jal so the great Imam will now be discussing what the pious predecessors believed regarding Allah's speech and this is a topic that we explained in detail through in detail in our previous Aqeedah book the Sharh of Kitab al-Tawheed from Sahih al-Bukhari and this brings our attention to something and that shows how the Salaf defended the religion of Allah Azza wa Jal from all aspects we had Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah mentioning a number of chapters in his book to prove that the Quran is the speech of Allah Azza wa Jal and his word and now we have Abu Bakr al-Sijistani rahimahullah bringing up the same point in his poem And that was the way of the Salaf, my brothers and sisters. They were defenders of the deen. When the Jahmiyyah came out and claimed that the Qur'an is created, the scholars of Ahlul Sunnah refuted them by mouth, refuted them by writing, and so forth. So here, the great Imam, he says, وَقُلْ غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقٍ كَلَامُ مَالِيكِنَا بِذَلِكَ دَانَ الْأَتْقِيَاءُ وَأَفْصَحُ He says, Rahimahullah, and say that surely the speech of our Malik, Allah Azza wa Jal, is not created. For indeed that was the belief of the righteous ones who preceded us, and that is what they expressed. But Abu Bakr rahimahullah here is saying that the word of Allah, the word of our Lord is not created. And that is what the atqiyah before us, meaning the salafus salih, believed. And that is what they expressed, what they taught. So this part of the book is now a refutation against those who claim that the Qur'an is created. That the Qur'an is created. But the Sheikh says from the creed, from the aqidah of the people of the Prophet Wasallam's way and the unified body from the Sahaba and their successors and all those who follow them. So this is what the Prophet Wasallam, his Sahaba and their successors all agreed on. That they do not possess any doubt <coughs> in believing that the Qur'an is the true speech of Allah Azza wa Jal, which he spoke with and revealed to the great angel Jibreel alayhi salam. 
This was their belief, their creed. That the Quran is the literal word of Allah that he spoke to Jibreel alayhi salam. Who heard it directly from Allah. That Jibreel alayhi salam, the great angel, heard the Quran directly from Allah azza wa jal. And then he conveyed it to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Who in turn conveyed it to his ummah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, وَإِنَّهُ لَتَنْزِيلُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ نَزَلَ بِهِ الرُّوحُ الْأَمِينَ عَلَىٰ قَلْبِكَ لِتَكُونَ مِنَ الْمُنْذِرِينَ بِلِسَانٍ عَرَبِيٍّ مُبِينَ Allah Azza wa Jal says in this verse, and truly this Qur'an is a revelation from the Lord of all that exists. Which the trustworthy ruh, when Allah speaks about the ruh, he refers to who? Jibreel, alayhi salam. Jibreel is the ruh. <clears throat> Allah says, which the trustworthy ruh has brought down upon your heart, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that you may be one of the warners in the plain Arabic language. So in this verse Allah mentions that he gave the word, the Qur'an to Jibreel and then Jibreel revealed it to the Prophet ﷺ in order for the Prophet ﷺ to be a warner. The Shaykh says as for Allah Jal's statement in this verse it is a revelation from the Lord of all that exists. When Allah says, وَإِنَّهُ لَتَنْزِيلُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ It means Allah spoke with it and, came, and it came directly from Him. Allah spoke with it and that it came directly from Him. Then He says, which the trustworthy ruh has brought down. And the trustworthy ruh as we mentioned is Jibreel alayhi salam, the one entrusted with the revelation. He is the angel that was entrusted with the revelation. Allah says, Upon your heart, O Muhammad wasallam, that you may be one of the warners. And this is an address to the Messenger wasallam, because he learnt from Jibreel alayhi salam. Then Allah says, In the plain Arabic language. Because the Qur'an was revealed in Arabic. And the language of the Qur'an is Arabic. And it is the most eloquent of languages. And it is the greatest language. There's no doubt about that. And that is an encouragement for our brothers and sisters to learn Arabic. And to study the Arabic language. Since it is the language that the Qur'an and the Sunnah was revealed in. And many people take this matter very lightly. And remember something, my brothers and sisters, the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal can never be understood the way it needs to be understood except through the Arabic language. Learning in English is beneficial, no doubt. There is benefit, but you will never receive the full potential and the full results that you need Unless you learn the deen of Allah in Arabic. Because that is the language it was revealed in. So everyone should be encouraged to learn the Arabic language. 
And Allah Azza wa Jal said also in another verse, إِنَّهُ لَقَوْلُ رَسُولٍ كَرِيمٍ ذِي قُوَّةٍ عِنْدَ ذِي الْعَرْشِ مَكِينٍ مُطَاعٍ ثَمَّ أَمِينٍ وَمَا صَاحِبُكُمْ بِمَجْنُونٍ وَلَقَدْ رَآهُ بِالْأُفُقِ الْمُبِينِ Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, Verily, this is the word brought by a most honorable messenger, owner of power, and high rank with the Lord of the throne, obeyed by the angels in the heavens, and trustworthy. And, O people, Allah says, your companion, meaning Muhammad is not a madman. Your companion is not a madman. And indeed, he, Muhammad saw Jibreel in the clear horizon towards the east. This is a verse in the Qur'an, a very powerful verse. A very powerful verse revealed down from Allah Azza wa Jal, defending his religion and defending his prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When Allah Azza wa Jal says, Verily this is the word brought down by a most honorable messenger. Who is the most honorable of the messengers? It's referring to Jibreel alayhi salam. Because Jibreel is a messenger. He is an angel. From the, he is a messenger from the angels. Because he brought the message. And that's the definition of a messenger. A messenger is someone who brings the message. Someone who brings a message. For no doubt, Jibreel alayhi salam is from the messengers of the angels. Owner of power, Allah says, and high rank with the Lord of the throne, meaning Allah. Allah is Rabbul Arsh. He is the Lord of his throne and he is the Lord of all that exists. And high rank. High rank here is referring to Jibreel alayhi salam. High position. Because Allah Azza wa Jal has given him might and power and a high rank and a nearness to Allah. Jibreel is from the closest angels to Allah. And he's the greatest of the malaika. Jibreel is the greatest of the angels. Just like Muhammad sallallahu is the greatest of creation and the greatest from mankind. Jibreel salam is the greatest from the angels. And just like the humans have ranks, even the Anbiya and the Rusul, the Prophets and the Messengers have ranks. The best of messengers is Muhammad And then after the Prophet the best of them are Ulul Azm, the five, which are Nuh Ibrahim Musa Isa and our Prophet Muhammad They are the greatest of the messengers. Just like the messengers and mankind are ranked, the angels are also ranked. And the best of angels is Jibreel alayhi salam. And then after Jibreel alayhi salam, it is Mikael and Israfil. These three angels are the best of the malaika. They are the best of angels. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to specify them in the dua. Allahumma Rabba Jibreel wa Mikael wa Israfil. Many times he would make dua like that. 
Because those three angels are the greatest. And Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah mentioned beautiful words. He said those three in particular because they are the angels entrusted with life. They are the angels who are entrusted with life. Those three. He said Jibreel alayhi salam is entrusted with the wahi which gives life to the soul. The revelation which is the deen. It gives life to what? Your soul. And the angel Mikael is entrusted with the rainfall and the growth of the ground. So he is entrusted with the life of the earth. The angel, the angel Mikael. And Israfil alayhi salam is entrusted with the blowing of the trumpet which brings life after death. SubhanAllah, look at Ibn al-Qayyim worded it. These three are the greatest because they're entrusted with life. They're entrusted with life. And there's, a, there's an authentic narration just to show you how the angels are of different ranks after the battle of Badr. We know that the greatest of Sahaba are the ones who witnessed the battle of Badr. Yeah? The greatest companions are the ones that fought in the battle of Badr. There's no doubt about that. Whenever you read the seerah of the Sahaba, the first thing they will mention about the companion, if he witnessed Badr, is that he was a Badri. That's an honor for him. That he's from those 317 who Allah honored. And the Prophet ﷺ said in the hadith that Allah looked at the people of Badr and said, do whatever you want after now, you are forgiven. This is a big honor. So after the battle of Badr, the angel Jibreel because we know the angels came down in the battle of Badr. How many angels? 1,000 came down in the battle of Badr, correct? After the battle, the angel Jibreel السلام, he asked the Prophet وسلم, what do you say about the men that joined you in the battle of Badr? So the Prophet ﷺ said, they are the best amongst us. The best. So the Prophet ﷺ, and then the angel Jibreel said to the Prophet ﷺ, and the same thing with us Malaika. The thousand that came down in Badr were the best of us. But subhanAllah, the angels have ranks, just like the humans have ranks. And that's why here Allah Azza wa Jal has praised the angel Jibreel alayhi salam. And then he referred to them, or he referred to him as obeyed, meaning the angels obey him. Obey who? The angel Jibreel. Jibreel gives commands to the malaika. And what's the proof? Allah, when he loves a person, he calls out and he says, O Jibreel, I love this person, so I love him. Then what does Jibreel do? He calls out to the inhabitants of Jannah. Allah loves this person, so I love him. Jibreel, Allahu Akbar, well, the position, the status he has with Allah Azza wa Jal is amazing. And then Allah referred to him as trustworthy. What an honor for the great angel. Look how Allah has praised him. Allah refers to him as trustworthy, meaning he is trustworthy with Allah's revelation. He did not break the trust 
Allah trusted him with the wahi and he fulfilled the trust. And these are noble characteristics of the angel Jibreel alayhi salam. He is the one who has been entrusted with Allah's revelation, neither adding to it or taking anything away from it. Rather, he only conveyed it as he was appointed by Allah Azza wa Jal to do so. Then Allah says in defense of the Prophet وسلم, and your companion, meaning Muhammad وسلم, is not a madman. He is not a majnoon. He is not a madman. Because the mushrikeen, they used to label him as a madman. And here Allah is negating any form of madness from him. Then Allah says, And indeed Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw him. He saw him. And here this means he saw Jibreel alayhi salam in his true angelic form. In the clear horizon at the valley of Mecca. The Prophet saw Jibreel in his natural state as an angel. In the clear horizon, meaning in the sky, he saw him with his eyes. And Allah says, وَلَقَدْ رَآهُ نَزْلَةً أُخْرَى And indeed, he, Muhammad wasallam, saw Jibreel another time, meaning a second time. And this means that the Prophet ﷺ saw Jibreel another time at Sidratul Muntaha, the low tree of the utmost boundary at the night of Mi'raj. When Allah took the Prophet ﷺ up to the heavens, the Prophet ﷺ, when he reached Sidratul Muntaha, which is the low tree high up in the heavens, the Prophet ﷺ saw Jibreel there again in his natural form. So he saw him in his true form twice. Once when he was in Mecca and another time in the Isra and the Mi'raj. As for other than these two occasions, the Prophet ﷺ used to see Jibreel ﷺ in the form of a man. He would come in the form of a man, like when he was sitting with the Sahaba in the famous hadith of Islam, Iman and Ihsan, the hadith of Umar ibn al-Khattab. He said a man came to us wearing very white clothes and he had very dark hair and the traces of travel cannot be seen on him. And he sat and he asked the Prophet what is Islam, what is Iman, what is Ihsan? And then at the end of the hadith, the Prophet asked the Sahaba, do you know who that man was? They said Allah and his messenger know best. He said that was Jibreel, he came to teach you your religion. So whenever Jibreel salam used to come to the Prophet salam, he would come in the form of a man. But twice, the Prophet salam saw him in his real form. And when he saw him in his real form in Mecca, he said he covered the horizon. He covered the horizon. His feet were on the ground and his head was through the heavens. And he had 600 wings. And he had 600 wings. Wings for the angels are a huge creation, subhanallah. They are a huge creation. He says, because the Sahaba they would see Jibreel as a man, they were not able to bear 
seeing him in his true angelic form. Allah allowed the Prophet ﷺ because the Prophet ﷺ was able to handle it. Can you imagine you as a person, as a person, يعني, seeing uh, an angel in its true form, Allahu Akbar. I mean, people will have a heart attack and, and pass away. For the angel Jibreel, when he was seen by the people, he was seen in the form of a human. And there's a hadith that he actually used to come in the form of one of the Sahaba. His name was Dihna, if my memory serves me correctly, radiallahu anhu. His name was similar along those lines. And he was a very handsome man. This companion was a very handsome man. And Jibreel salam sometimes came in the form of that companion, looking like him, because he was very handsome. The Sheikh then says, this is a record of the chain of the Qur'an. You know how a hadith has a chain? This is the chain of the Qur'an. Allah, Jibreel, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What an amazing chain. Allah spoke the Qur'an to the angel Jibreel. And then the angel Jibreel alayhi salam brought it down to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam learned the Qur'an from him. He learned it from Jibreel, who heard it from Allah Azza wa Jal. And in this verse, the Shaykh now clears a misconception. When Allah Azza wa Jal says, إِنَّهُ لَقَوْلُ رَسُولٍ كَرِيمٍ Verily, this is the word of an honorable messenger. He says, and it is being ascribed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the verse, إِنَّهُ لَقَوْلُ رَسُولٍ كَرِيمٍ وَمَا هُوَ بِقَوْلِ شَاعِرٍ قَلِيلًا مَا تُؤْمِنُونَ That verily it is the word of an honored messenger, it is not the word of a poet. Someone might ask here, the Qur'an is saying it's the word of the messenger. Whether it's Jibreel or the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, The Shaykh says it is attributed to them here in way of conveyance. Meaning they are the ones who conveyed it. So when Allah says it is the word of an honorable messenger, it doesn't mean that he's the one who started the word. The word came from Allah. He's the one that spoke it. But when Allah attributes it to the messengers, it means they're the ones who conveyed it. They are the ones who convey it. Both Muhammad and Jibreel were responsible for conveying the speech of Allah. As for speech... It is attributed to the initial speaker. Speech is attributed to the initial speaker who spoke the words and it is not attributed to the one who conveyed it. That's why if I tell you to pass a message on, it's not your words, they're my words. You're just passing on a message. Exact same thing with Allah Azza wa Jal and the angel Jibreel and the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu They only conveyed the word that Allah Azza wa Jal spoke. Because it is not possible for speech to come from three initial speakers. Come. How can speech come from three initial speakers? It's impossible. So Allah informed us that it is his speech. And at the same time, Allah attributed it to the 
angelic messenger, which is Jibreel, and the human messenger, which is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from the perspective of conveyance only. Not that they initiated the words. No. The word is from Allah, but they conveyed the word from Allah. So it is the speech of Allah, from him it began. The word of Allah, from him it began, and it is the speech of Jibreel and Muhammad in terms of them conveying the words of their Lord. That's all. And the Muslims harbor no doubt, there is no doubt that the Qur'an is the uncreated, revealed speech of Allah Azza wa Jal. And now the Shaykh brings many proofs for that. Allah says, إِنَّا أَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ الْكِتَابَ بِالْحَقِّ فَاعْبُدِ اللَّهَ مُخْلِصًا لَهُ الدِّينَ Verily, we have sent down the book to you, O Muhammad. So that is clear that it's from Allah, sent down. And Allah in another verse says, تَنزِيلُ الْكِتَابِ مِنَ اللَّهِ الْعَزِيزِ الْحَكِيمِ The revelation of this book is from Allah. Many verses, Allah telling us, it is sent down from him. And it is his word. And Allah says, those unto whom we gave the scripture, know that it is revealed from your Lord in truth. They know it is revealed from your Lord in truth. And Allah described that as his speech also. Besides the fact he said it's sent down from him, he also ascribed that as his own speech. As Allah Azza wa Jal said, وَإِنْ أَحَدٌ مِّنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ اسْتَجَارَكَ فَأَجِرْهُ حَتَّى يَسْمَعَ كَلَامَ اللَّهِ Look at that. If any one of the mushrikeen seeks your protection, grant him protection so that he may hear kalam Allah. Allah called it his words. So that he may hear the word of Allah. And in another verse, Allah says, يُرِيدُونَ أَن يُبَدِّلُوا كَلَامَ اللَّهِ They wish to exchange the word of Allah. So many verses Allah has referred to the Qur'an as his word. And that's why it means that Allah spoke the Qur'an. And that was the aqidah of the Salaf. And that's why Abu Bakr, al-Sijistani rahimahullah here, has mentioned this. To refute those who deny that the Qur'an is the uncreated word of Allah Azza wa Jal. The Shaykh then begins with the refutation on the Asha'ira and the Jahmiyyah regarding this point. And inshaAllah we will take that refutation in our next lesson bi-ithnillahi ta'ala. Wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi. This program was presented by Albion Radio 